1: Welcome to Family Oneness, an exciting broadcast focused on God's families. Here we will be discussing insightful, powerful, life-changing applications from the Word of God. I am your host, Bree Jackson, a pastor at Solid Rock Cathedral Faith Church, where the senior pastor is Bishop R.A. Jackson, located at 611 Amador Street in Vallejo, California. Thank you so much for joining us today. Bless you and welcome again to Family Oneness, focused on the family. A Bible centered time of encouragement, sharing a word for fathers, mothers, sons, daughters, grand and godparents, all that make up our family unit. It's a word of strength and encouragement. The family we know is God's central power unit for changing lives and strengthening faith. I'm your host, Pastor Bree Jackson. I'm a pastor at Solid Rock Cathedral Faith Church, where the senior pastor is Bishop Ari Jackson. I'm excited to be here with you again. Our message today is divine determination. Our key scripture is found in Second Chronicles chapter twenty, verses thirteen through eighteen. I want to acknowledge our co-host and my pastor, Bishop Ari Jackson. Good morning, everyone. He will join us at the close of our broadcast to say a prayer for our families. Bless the name of Jesus, families of God. Open up your Bibles and turn with me to Second Chronicles chapter twenty, starting at verse thirteen, and it reads. And all of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives and their children. Then upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Maltaniah, a Levite and of the sons of Asaph came the spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. Verse 15, he said, hearken ye all Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem and thy king Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go ye down unto them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem, Fear not, nor be dismayed tomorrow. Go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Fathers, mothers, sons, and daughters, we've studied dedicated devotion. And today we're talking about divine determination. Families of God, when God says we will not need to fight in this battle, this is tied to verse number 14, where it says, Came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. As men and women of God, young and mature, we must remember the word brings the instruction of life together. The word is our strength. The word is our promises from the Lord, our guideposts along our heavenly journey, and it is quintessential for our victory. In other words, the word of God is the essence of our victory. In summary, the word is life. When God says we will not need to fight in this battle, it is a precursor. It's tied to a precursor or activities that have already happened. When God says we will not need to fight in this battle, it is not exclusive or inclusive, but a specific mandate somebody. Oh, it happens When the word says came the spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation, somebody say, bring it all together in the scripture. Second Chronicles, chapter 20, in verse 14, we see that the spirit of the Lord was in the midst of the congregation. This is not separate nor set apart. It's not independent. It doesn't have an active agent without the other. Our not need to fight is tied to when the spirit of the Lord is in the congregation, when the spirit of the Lord is in a situation, when the spirit of the Lord is with us during a trial. The word says we will not need to fight. Saints of God, the precursor to the not need to fight. Is when the spirit of the Lord is in the midst of the congregation. There are 10 occurrences, saints of God, of the word fight in the New Testament. And of those 10 occurrences, only four of them are relevant to the physicality of our fight. We see that in Hebrews chapter 11, starting at verse number 32. And it reads, and what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jebedee and of David also and Samuel and of the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of the lions, crunched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens." So in the New Testament, only four of those scriptures have to do with our physicality, our contribution. In Acts chapter five, verse number 39, it says, but if it be of God, you cannot overthrow it. lest happily, you be found even to fight against God. The New Living Translation says this. But if it is from God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You may even find yourself fighting against God. In the Amplified Bible, it says this. But if it is of God, and it appears that it is, you will not be able to stop them, or else you may even be found Fighting against God. Families of the Most High God, this scripture confirms. This scripture gives us confidence. And it says, But if it be of God, ye cannot overthrow it. That's good news for somebody. If it be of God, they cannot overthrow it. If it be of God, they cannot cancel it. If it be of God, they cannot deny it. It says, If it be of God, you cannot overthrow it, lest happily ye be found even to fight against God. Somebody today needs to take courage. Somebody today needs to put their fight on. Because if it be of God, they can't stop it. If it be of God, it will come to pass. Now back to the fight. Fight is with faith. Fight is in faith. Fight is through faith. Fight is centered in faith. It is the faith in God. When we read Hebrews 11... And 32 understand it tells of a fight that it takes to win through difficult times. I'm talking to somebody. I'm not speaking of the routine, but I'm talking about the extreme. Some of us encounter the extreme warfare. It's when the enemy attacks our homes, attacks our children, attacks our health, attacks our marriages, attacks our peace, attacks our grandchildren. Come on, somebody. Attacks our community, attacks our spiritual territories. Of the houses of God and the correlating outreach ministries, our schools and our colleges, the nursing homes and the health care systems. you see this enemy roams to and fro, looking for somebody, looking for someone to devour, so we must fight, we fight with faith. We fight with divine power. We fight with determination. I'm talking about divine determination. God has blessed you with it. God will keep it. We must defend it. God has blessed us with it, saints of God, and he will keep it. We must make sure we don't give it away. God has blessed us with it, and he will keep it. And we must ensure that we stay ready for battle. We must have divine determination. Not everything will be easy. Not everything will be un- Schedule. Not everything will go according to as we hope, but remember, we don't back down. We stand up. We stand on the word of God. Taking a moment, families of God. When I was talking about God has blessed us and he will keep it. Somebody says he will keep it. God says he will keep those things. He will care for those things. He will take the time to develop those things that concern us, that are connected to us. But it's the us we have to be worried about it's when we forget that we have divine determination and what am I saying I'm saying we don't give up because it's divinely connected we don't walk away from things that God has given us because it's a divine attachment we don't give up on our children we don't give up on our spouses we don't give up on that promotion come on somebody we do not give up the vision instead we fight we may have to get up early and be at the job before anyone else and stay longer than anyone else we may have to cook and clean we may have to walk in the room and scream scriptures we may have to go down to the school and sit in the car and wait until it's done we must fight in other words don't talk about it but be about it work the work of him that sent you work the work of God our study today is to remind us to not give up when our trials require a fight but instead pivot gather divine determination refuse to quit refuse to back down refuse to relinquish don't abandon or abdicate don't abnegate don't vacate don't surrender or cease have divine god-given determination don't desist or discontinue but instead carry on carry on in god shout hallelujah Fathers, mothers, sons, and daughters have divine God-given determination. God-given determination is not based on the natural. It's not reflective of the attainability or the probability. It's not based on what is reasonable or acceptable, not justifiable or feasible. It's all about a heavenly, rapturous. It's all about the spirit of God being present. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 14, then upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, Came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. We know these scriptures, and we must hold on to our divine determination. Remember Philippians four and thirteen, when it says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me, we must meditate and concentrate that we do all things through God. Second Timothy chapter four, verse seven says this. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. Our first point in the study today is we were appointed. You were appointed to a position. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 20. It reads, and they rose. Early in the morning, and went forth in the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness. And as they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah and they were smitten. Families of God, we see that they rose early in the morning and went out. They went out. They were confident of success. They weren't just confident. They had a praise in their step. They went forth in the wilderness. It wasn't a place necessarily where there was clear direction or clear light. The wilderness, by virtue of its name, indicates there's some foliage. There's some some places that you can't see their way wasn't already carved out for them and we understand that it was about six miles from Bethlehem and nine from Jerusalem some say 12 they went out and they went out and they began to sing and he particularly gave them already what he wanted them to sing about the holiness and he told them already what he wanted them to do even though their enemies were present remember that their enemies were present so shall you be established if we have courage families of God that means a firmness of mind that we are safe and secure in the hands of God he said believe his prophets sent by God and we would prosper we could also add to this that they went out rejoicing knowing that the victory was theirs they were instructed once again by Jehoshaphat to not fear but believe the Lord God the Bible says also that he had consulted with the people but it was only about what they were to do. They had a position. They had a job. The Bible says in verse 21 that he consulted with the people, but he appointed the singer somebody. Sometimes we consult with people too long that has nothing to do with the work of God. Somebody shall say, I need to correct that. And he appointed singers into the Lord and told them to praise the beauty of his holiness. When the day arrived, Jehoshaphat implemented his usual strategy he appointed the singers to lead the army but this was not a typical battle it was a worship plan the best kind of battle plan somebody is a worship plan when we began to worship the beauty of the holiness of God and the manner in which they sung and the manner in which they went before the army today saints of God we need that better kind of plan we need a worship plan the singers wore garments that they wore when they sang in the temple the army was led by praise and worship somebody on the front lines. And when we get down to the summary of verse 24, it was similar to God's intervention in Gideon's day. In the book of Judges, chapter 7, verses 15 through 23, God caused confusion among the army who mistakenly turned upon themselves and slaughtered each other. Some say this may have been done by angels. Others say it was God's divine destruction the Lord used this tactic confusing the wicked to destroy themselves on other occasions and he'll do it for us today. We know this because the Bible says that they began to sing praises and the Lord set ambushments against the children of Amon, Moab, and Mount Seir. Remember Amon was the teacher or builder. Moab was means from the Father, and Mount Seir has to do with Hevites, which is the Midland dwellers. In other words, God set up an ambush against those who teach evil, those who try to establish evil, and those who keep us, try to keep their minds in middle ground, not picking a side. But I say to the families of God today, choose you this day who we're going to serve. Somebody shout, we shall serve the Lord our God taking a break from our study today we're talking about divine determination if you're just now joining us preparing for a study at home or planning to participate in worship online we're talking about divine determination our scripture is found in second chronicles chapter 20 verses 13 through 18 now back to our study we've talked about we must be in position we were appointed to a position point number two is we were appointed to fight Second Chronicles chapter 20, it says for the children of Ammon and Moab stood against the inhabitants of Mount Sur, utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Sur, everyone helped to destroy another. And when Judah came toward the watch, the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked until the multitude and behold, there were dead bodies fallen to the earth and none escaped. This is good news today. Families of God. We know that the requirement for ascending to the place of God and worship is that our hands are clean and our hearts are purified. By entering in, he's made a way for us. We see that in verse number 23, utterly to slay and destroy them as they did. We know that everyone helped to destroy one another in their confusion, mistook one another for the Edomites or for another one of their enemies. They began to destroy each other. There's something about this scripture that should make us get up this morning and give God a praise. In that, we see the enemies are fighting against each other. They're fighting against each other. We know that our our reference for this, our precursor for this, is that came in the Spirit of the Lord among the congregation. Our supporting scripture is found in the book of Deuteronomy. It says in verse 1, When thou goest out to battle against thine enemies, and seest horses and chariots, and a people more than thou, be not afraid, for the Lord thy God is with thee which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be when when ye come nigh unto the battle, that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people, and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint. Fear not, do not tremble, neither be ye terrified because of them. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. Deuteronomy 20 goes on, families of God, to remind God's people, do not leave any of your enemies standing, but instead to utterly crush them. There's some things in our life today that we may need to crush. We may need to destroy. We may need to get to the root of. We need to get to the root of. We need to destroy. We need to remove. And that may take a fight. That will take a fight. The enemy knows because he goes to and fro seeking whom he may devour. We must be persistent. And in that persistence, it requires divine determination. Do not be weary and well-doing families of God, but in a due time and due season, God will give us a harvest if we faint not. This message is critical today because I know that we have left some things on the table. We've left some blessings behind. We've given up too quickly. We've walked away too abruptly, but instead we need to have divine determination. Stand still and see the power of your God. Point number three, you were appointed to win. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse number 25 says this. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance, both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels, which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. And they were three days in gathering of the spoil. It was so much. And on the fourth day, they assembled themselves in the valley of Baraka for there they blessed the Lord. Therefore the name of the same place was called the valley of Baraka unto this day. Then they returned every man of Judah in Jerusalem and Jehoshaphat in the forefront of them to go again to Jerusalem with joy for the Lord had made them to rejoice over their enemies. And they came to Jerusalem with psalm trees and harps and trumps, trumpets, Unto to the house of the Lord and the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of those countries when they had heard that the Lord fought against the armies of Israel. So the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet for God gave him rest round about families of God. We see here not only did they go out with praise in the forefront. They returned with praise in the forefront. They allowed the Lord, his joy, his strength, his victory to make them masters of praise, to make them masters of worship. Remember this. In Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. We know the saints of God. We know that. Book of St. James chapter 1, verse 12. You are blessed when you remain steadfast. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Saints of God, we must have divine determination. We do not get hot, saints of God. We wake up hot. Somebody said, I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. We do not need to get warm. We stay on fire for the Lord. In closing, families of God, we're talking about divine, divine, divine determination, God-given determination. We know that when God says we will not need to fight is a precursor when the spirit of the Lord is in the midst of the congregation. We must ensure that we take We seek God's spirit. We seek God's way. We seek God's word before we go out to battle. Today, families of God, we're not talking about fighting through the routine. We're talking about the extreme. We're talking about when the enemy begins to attack our homes, our children, our communities, our marriage, our health. We're talking about when we need to fight, like in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verses 32 to 34. We're talking about when the enemy takes extreme measures. We're not talking about the routine. We're talking about walking in divine determination that we will accept nothing less than God's best. We're talking about being able to pivot and to gather our divine determination, refusing to quit, refusing to back down, refusing to relinquish, refusing to abandon or abdicate, to re- refusing to Abnegate or vacate. We're talking about we don't surrender. We don't surcease because we have divine determination. We don't desist or discontinue because we have divine determination. There's something about a fight. There's something that happens in our spirit when we train our flesh that we do not give up. We do not walk away from God's divine promises. When the going gets hard, the families of God stand up and we bring praise harder. We bring worship harder. We get down on our knees and we pray harder. We begin to seek the word of God harder. We search the scriptures. We will walk if we have to. We have to drive if we have to. We'll get there early. We'll stay late. We'll do the extreme For the Lord, we're not just in it to win just it. We're in it to win it all and to win it all for the kingdom of God. Today, families of God, when we look at the extreme nature of all those things around us and they go without enumerating, we can stand in faith and know that our God is able and our God keeps his promises. And this study is to remind us God has blessed us. He will keep it and we must maintain it. Maintain your position in prayer. Maintain your position in worship. Maintain your position in faith. Praise the Lord, Bishop. While the spirit of God is still moving, will you please come and say a prayer for us?
2: Let us pray. Lord God, your families today are stirring up the gift that you have given us, making much room for much power. Not our own might, but your might, power working in us. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your amazing love has been poured out for us at the cross and poured into us by the Holy Spirit. We want to taste and experience more of the depth and breadth and length and height of your amazing love. Help us to walk by faith. Help us to endure in suffering. Help us to fully embrace your son, Jesus Christ our Redeemer. So pour out your love in our hearts in increasing measure by the power of your Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ our Lord. We stand on the word of God today knowing that we do not speak in the words which men's wisdom teach but which the Holy Ghost teaches comparing spirit things with spiritual. We hear from your throne room today that the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness to him neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned but he that is spiritual judges all things yet he himself is judged of no man we had a question who has known the mind of the lord that he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. We are victorious. We bless your name now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations for ever and ever someone say amen and amen
1: thanks again for listening to family oneness where we're sharing the word of god that encourages our hearts and connects us to the lord bishop and i aspire to continually be a voice of one crying in the wilderness for our families because we know from genesis to revelations it's all about a bloodline and that bloodline being the family of god the family oneness prayer circle Sends our best and love to you all. And now a word from one of our young leaders.
2: Hi, I'm Deacon Elijah Torian, and during the time of the COVID-19, we are having virtual service at the Rock. Our virtual Sunday morning service is live at 10:45 a.m. to 11:45 a.m. on our Solid Rock Facebook page at Solid Rock Cathedral of Faith. Our drive-through offering is also Sunday morning at 10 a.m. to 10:35 a.m. We are located at 611 Amador Street in the city of Vallejo, and our cross street is Florida. Our Wednesday night Bible study is also virtual, at our Solid Rock Cathedral Faith Facebook page at Salado Rock Cathedral Faith. Services start at 6:30 p.m. to 7:30 p.m. More information can be found at srcof.org. Feel free to share your prayer requests with us online. Bishop, Pastor, and I look forward to seeing you there. We, we will see, see you at the rock. At
1: the rock. I am your host, Bree Jackson, a pastor at Solid Rock Cathedral Faith Church, where the senior pastor is Bishop R.A. Jackson, located at 611 Amador Street in Vallejo, California. Thank you so much for joining us today.